0: In decisive Opinion Speaker in Lurking Glass, your favorite rock and roll band. I'm just here to, you know, get you guys to watch some movies. Uh, <laughs> well, there's plenty of them out there already, and all of them, in anyone's opinion, are important to some degree. I just think, um, and you guys may agree, that the problem is choosing which ones to watch. My friend is telling me to watch this one. The local critics tell me to watch that one. I can't miss this one. It's going to be the biggest thing ever. I, I mean, I'm kind of wondering who it'll listen to. Past the movies I've gotten to know really well, the other releases just look kind of hazy. Well. Welcome hey. everybody. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, it was just you were being Italian, so I was I was adding to it. Hey, oh, I got oh. you, I got you. Yep, well, yep,
0: yep. Welcome to this episode of Inside Opinions. Today, I brought you, uh, behind the mask: the rise of Leslie Vernon. It's a pretty dope movie. Uh, it's kind of like a whole documentary type of thing in a movie. But it's it's like those like movie documentaries that we like, like Troll Hunter type of thing. Troll
1: Hunter, you know.
0: Troll Hunter mm-hmm. it's got a similar type of vibe to it. Uh, just flying yeah. high here. Yeah.
1: Just just flying high.
0: Yeah, just flying hot here. You know. It's
2: also similar to a movie that we've also done uh, within this podcast, out of our episodes that you had also picked. Uh, digging up the marrow, very documentary. Yes, that's yes. Faux yeah. documentary style.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Is you guys, you guys kind of like this faux documentary, like, like, <laughs> like what's both? What's both of your fascinations with the faux documentary and the naked grandma type stuff? You know, if either mm-hmm. Joey, you can go, you can go first
0: uh, if you want. I, I, I don't know. I just kind of like them, dude. They're just entertaining type of movies. Yeah, there's there's not many of them, so it's it's still a fairly new type of thing, you know.
1: Yeah, Lou, Lou definitely chose a Naked Grandma movie we did in this oh. podcast as well.
2: Oh, 100%. <laughs> so. You know, because I, I think that there's certain things that stick with you. It's kind of like, you know, it's like when you cut off part of your finger. It's like you learn from that. And I think one of the big takeaways from that movie is um, specific to The Visit. You know, it's similarly to cutting off your finger. That's something you don't forget. And that movie sticks with you for a number of reasons. It just so happens to be there was a giant wrinkly grandmother ass shoved in the middle of that versus you know a limb, shoved.
0: part of a limb. missing. sounds like so, you're having some uh, Vietnam flashbacks with cutting off your finger last year,
2: dude. It, it's it's like I'm saying it's an analogy. It sticks with you, uh, just oh, like yeah. the, the flabby grandma ass and the fucking you know poop in the face, the diaper in the face, <laughs> that all of that. You know, I for me just <laughs> just as diaper. an aside. I think why I like documentary style um, movies like horror films mm-hmm. or like kind of bizarre psychological like uh, fake documentary ones, D- fake documentary movies because like I like documentaries anyway. I've watched documentaries my entire life. It doesn't matter if it's about fucking building of the pyramids or goddamn Thomas the Tank Engine. Like I like documentaries.
0: Same so here. T-
2: to see to see a documentary but that's fake but that is positing to be real while also acknowledging the fact that like – Hey, we're living in a universe where these are very real killers. These are real creatures, right? Like th- that to me is just fascinating. Yeah. So kudos, Joey, on on picking this. I had no idea what the fuck this was.
0: Thank you, um, thank you. Thank you. And,
2: and I was pleasantly surprised um, at at how cool this movie was.
0: It's great, right? It was. It's, fucking, it, it's it's got it's like ups and downs in the throughout the whole thing. It's just like.
1: It's got its ups and downs. <laughs> it
0: definitely, it, it definitely threw me for a little bit
2: when they f- abruptly changed from the actual, like, "Hey, this has been shot in first-person found footage documentary style." When it shifts from that, when they're in the library and yeah. they're they're having their you know lovely conversation with Tangia from the Poltergeist, like that whole sequence when it was like it suddenly stopped being a documentary. Now it's like, oh no, this is real. That threw me a little bit. I was like, wait a minute. What is it? Is this a movie or is this a documentary? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, it was... <laughs> that, that caught me off. That that was almost like, I don't know if I like that transition. And then at the end, when it was like, we're putting our cameras down. Fuck this. We need to stop it. Like, that's when I was like, okay, this flows a little bit better, you know? And I understood why they did that in the library sequence. Now looking yeah. back, like that was showing it from, you know, basically... Th- not the audience's perspective, but literally from like fucking the audience's perspective, you know, versus <laughs> versus the cameraman versus them. Like it was actually showing what
0: we're yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to be seeing.
1: Yeah. It reminded me of digging up the marrow with that, like bouncing of kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, wait a minute. They're, they're trying to make you feel like this is real, you know, or, mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I couldn't explain this in the other episode as well. I don't know. I never knew how to get it out, but it's just like it just it 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 just rides it until like there's a point where there or, I don't know point of no return where it's just like no no no, no. this is shit is going down uh-huh. this is this is uh this is for sure like a movie making a movie like I don't great grave encounters you know that this is all like a like a clusterfuck of like that and like the Blair Witch Project style like the or I don't know
2: found it's footage. It's it's camp, a mixture of camera. like found footage, yeah, it's and, mixture of yeah. found
1: footage and a mixture of found footage and 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 slasher and slasher stuff. I guess picking people off, uh, throwing in Robert England, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Who doesn't love that, right? It's like oh, the absolutely. best. Oh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It's the best. So, especially
2: I just, uh... especially Robert England as playing. Basically, Doctor Loomis, as in the Ahab role, like, do- yeah,
1: right. I was going to say to a fucking
2: T, like is, isn't the, yeah. that
1: even his name? Isn't his name?
2: No, Loomis? it's no, his it's name's Doctor Ahab. No, it's Doctor, it's Doc Halloran, which is a direct for those oh. of y'all motherfuckers out there. That's a direct uh, play on Dick Halloran, who is the uh, protagonist, short-lived protagonist from uh, Stephen King's The Shining. He's the one who talks to okay. Danny for the first time and explains to him what the shining is.
1: Whoa, Lou, go on. Continue.
2: No, take I just us, <laughs> take us
1: down. Let's let's get to Hollow Earth. Let's get it out of the way. Go go to your places. So I'm
2: so ready. when when they inter when they introduce the Stand character, it. they, they introduce Doc Halloran, okay? Which again, that is a direct play in Dick, Holl- Dick Halloran, as I just said. Um, and what's important about that here is not only does he play the Ahab Role. They use these different play. You know these these different. Uh, they call them like. Oh, that's just part of like business terminology. They don't use final girl. What do they use? It's like uh, survivor girl survivor, or some yeah. shit.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. So so survivalist. Uh, d-
2: um, Doc Halloran is the Ahab role, right? And they use a lot of these weird fucking analogies. So, how this ties into... I is... like
1: the Ahab one. I got it, because I understand Moby Dick, though. So that was nice.
2: Well, what I think... What I what I found very so, like, interesting... I like
1: Captain America half the time during this where I was like, I actually understood that reference. I was like, am I missing things? What am I missing no.
2: here? <laughs> no, I think you're on board. You Nailed it. The, the other thing that I found interesting was they were like... The red herring, right? Did you find the red herring? Now, looking back on it, the red herring was fucking Lisa or whatever, the main bitch that was supposed to be the, the target. They actually he omitted that to uh, to Scott Wilson's character when they were talking. Like, remember when they were walking out? Like, what about the red herring? You know? And yeah, they to me that red like he Leslie was essentially talking in code, being like, "This is my virgin." This is my virgin right here. She's in this house right now. This is my final girl. And he's like, well, wh- who's the red herring? Who are you going to throw in there to be like, all the f- attention is focusing on this bitch and not the fact that you are part of this whole fucking calculated system. Yeah. That I found very interesting because wh- what do we know? What is a red herring?
1: The, 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 it's a, it's a, what is I mean, when you put us on the spot like that, it's hard. If you don't know what a
2: red herring is, that's fine. A red herring essentially is a fish. A A red herring is essentially (laughs) is essentially like a distraction. It's something that like is thrown in there, and it's like it's a falsity, right? It's meant to cause confusion.
1: That's what I was gonna say, but when you just say red herring as many times as you said, all I can get stuck on is Clue, where communism is a red herring, and I was just like, okay, but that's a comedy, like it's not really. Comins, no that's a that's but, a
0: legit a term
1: it was a theme but yeah it's not <laughs> it's not the same element with fucking Herschel from The Walking Dead that you're talking about and shit
2: so that's why I think it was very interesting the way the way that they portrayed this because like I totally did not see that <laughs> aspect coming like I bought into that red herring immediately because I thought that they were talking about something else when it was like no like do you do you understand what I'm trying to the point that I'm trying to get across? Yeah, that like, was that
1: was one of my questions. So that kind of that kind of works. Just the the blonde chick. Yeah, I'm bad with, I'm bad with names because I've never seen this. Before. I believe it's
2: Le- I believe it's Lisa.
1: And I it believe. like and it really took a while to pick up for me. So like I should have watched this like a million more times probably. But uh, yeah, Lisa. I just assumed, you know, I assumed. Didn't we all assume?
0: Never assume. Never
2: assume. So anyway, how this all ties back into Hollow Earth, um, specifically, <laughs> specifically is because I believe that uh, I believe that one of the writers, probably David Stevie. Uh, the reason that that name for Doc Halloran, aka Dick Halloran, um, is because as we've discussed, you know, there is something very special about um, where the Overlook sits in Sidewinder, and I believe that that is a direct. Um, homage because um, it it talks about you know this idea that there are buildings that exist within our plane of existence that act almost as a portal between worlds right the veil thins a little bit and kind of there's this crossover between so instead of the veil thinning between possible dimensions I think that that is the um, the writer saying look I know exactly what that fucking hotel represented that shit is a direct direct tie-in to hollow earth and that's his way of doing it and that leads people like me that have very little time in their day but still think about this shit a lot that goes down that specific (laughs) proverbial rabbit hole so that's what i believe and we'll stop talking about hollow earth and get back to this fucking movie
1: now you fill up that that little bit of time each day you you can man
0: i do (laughs) continue (laughs) research to prove it i do
2: i do i i enjoy reading
1: so what was like the, so I guess Joey, this is, this is for you. What was like the, the fascination or whatever you had with this, like, you know, kind of mockumentary style thing, but then just turns into a slasher movie, like kind of stoner slasher it, movie, it, I guess. Like
0: It's just, it's just kind of like everything that I like in a movie you know what i mean like
1: yeah i, I know like i totally it has your name written all over it because in uh in all fairness i totally thought for like a week the this was another movie that i already watched like i mixed up the name or something and watched mm-hmm. the wrong movie you watched but, son uh, of
2: mask right you watched no, son yeah, of
1: mask yes yes yeah, son of mask starring jamie kennedy i i needed to know the i need to know the rules for horror movies, and I thought that was the movie that he did the whole spiel on them in, so yeah, I fucked myself up. Nice. No, 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 no. Then, like, you know, then you get the killer and everything, and it's murdering off dumb dumb kids out here and shit, and putting hands, mm. or hearts in hands, and whatever you want to call. I think that was what happened, right? With a potion?
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm,
1: yeah. You're, gonna eat, you're gonna eat that shit, baby. But, uh, <laughs> there's, like, the specific kill a little before that, I think, where the dude's like just out in the garage like looking for shit and then he like like stabs him in like the back of the neck or something and oh I yeah like,
0: with the sight thingy yeah
1: with the sight that's what it is i was like this is so like friday the 13th but like like the camera at this point feels like it's from the 90s or some shit but yeah <laughs> but no it wasn't this was from like 2000 something i think it's like
0: 2006 2008 something like that yeah, yeah.
1: it definitely f- feels like it wants to be like an 80s slasher though right that that, that, yeah. that, that question oh, yeah. is for both of you at that point you know but uh but yeah i just i it is it's so joey i don't know what else to what else to say
0: i just love it i've seen it I, quite a few times like a 100 times at least
1: yeah i wanted to have more time to like watch it again to to get more down honestly but uh it's i feel like i will even after this anyway so it doesn't matter it's just it's got the whole it's literally like b- besides the f- the the found footage you know whatever part of it as it goes on now i'm jumping to like you know that whatever last half an hour i guess yeah uh the, then it's just like texas chainsaw halloween friday the 13th you know all the all these just like tropes where yep. I, I was like, so so is this funny? Again, this is is this supposed to be like it's cheesy it's, and dumb by this point for both. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure it's supposed to be. That's kind of <laughs> what I get out of it. It's got like the like, slight comedic aspect to it because it because it is a documentary in a movie, you know. Right. Like you know what's gonna happen. You know, like I mean, you do and you don't. Like you know there's gonna be people dying, and you know there's gonna be some cliche horror movie things happening. It's kind it kind of makes me think of like and i know it's not like hatchet yeah hatchet like, yeah that's hatchet. a good example it makes me think of like like an adam green take on like 80 slasher you know
1: i think that's why digging up the marrow is what we're all like relating it to at a point because of the whole the mo- i don't know monster kind of you know not really yeah. a monster but just slasher type whatever creature i don't know some weird type of horror thing like that you know it's not it's not paranormal or psychological or whatever. There's a person going around killing people. Oh yeah. And uh and then it's got the people also carrying around cameras for like a point in time. So it definitely feels very Adam greeny, especially with the the location, I guess. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: It ain't no swamp, like, but it's a no, it's, it's a no house.
0: Swamp. It's the other half of his locations.
1: <laughs> it's a good old house
2: definitely interesting that like how, like the way in which this whole thing was phrased where I, I i touched on it a little bit when we were talking like the idea that all of these creatures michael freddy it's like in that universe that they were talking in were they not treating them as real creatures
0: yeah they were like exactly. they were real like monster serial killer type of dudes Right. Yeah. Hodder yeah, yeah.
2: living in fucking, you know, the, the, the house next door on Elm street. Like, it's just like that concept is, I, I enjoy that. It's almost yeah. like this massive universe, all the universe is colliding and it's like, no, all this shit is very real. Um, You know, slasher, serial, serial murders, however you want to fucking describe them. They are accessible. And I also kind of like the fact that it was like, it showed that there's a little bit more of like, Everything is very, like, it's methodical. Everything's very planned out. It's almost, like, artistic. Uh-huh. It's not just <clears throat> senseless killing that we see all the tropes and shit. And, yes, in those movies, we get the backstories. Oh,
1: no, I just mean, like, there's, like, the barn sequence, like, death stuff where it's totally, like, out of, like, friend, Friday the 13th part, part, part three. three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know exactly. We just did another movie where there's, like, the exact scene. <laughs> no, but that's... I'm going to fucking school. Fuck you, Jason.
2: Ooh. Well, that's that's why I, lo- I love that, though. Like, I love that they combined those universes together. Yeah, but they like, did. But there right. were still, like, there were so many nods to everything else. Like, did you notice those two fucking chicks, the two kids in white dresses jump roping when they're scoping out in front of the school?
1: Yeah, exactly. Nightmare. It's right. like,
2: exactly. It's just, like, these small things where it's, like, no, this is, like... You know... I,
1: it's it's, it's more it's more like, like fear ink Easter the more and this, more this whole I, I, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little Easter eggs. It's it reminds me more of Fear Inc. the more and more that like we're talking about that, you know? Mm-hmm. All the actual things the references. <laughs> 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 so we all kind of have chosen similar movies to this. It's very understandable. I don't need to question it anymore. All my questions <laughs> are answers. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, questions uh-huh. the answer. Ooh, question,
0: nice. Qu-
1: er, question you know, the answers. Question the answers. <laughs>
2: so, Why? Joey, who, how, when did you first, like, like? how did you stumble across this?
0: So, I, I'm pretty sure, like, the first time I watched three or four years ago, I was, like, just cruising around on Shutter, And, like, this was just one of the movies I saw, and I was like... I read the description of it. It was like a just uh documentary style horror movie type of thing and blah 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 blah. I was like intrigued <laughs> by it. I watched it and I was like, oh shit. And then I watched it like three more times that day, I think, or something like that.
1: Simple <laughs> enough. Yeah. 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 It's just a good uh, movie. And uh I know there's there's a couple like recognizable people in this. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know if any of them were at horror cons. You have any meet and greets here, or was this just like was this? Like, did you watch it recently? You were saying, or did you first see this like when it came out, two thousand six or whatever? No, no, no. I saw this like four years ago. Okay. I met a uh, I met Scott Wilson at one of
0: the horror movie convention conventions. Oh,
1: sick. I mean, that's definitely.
0: Yeah he like, he was really he was really cool.
1: And that was like recent, or you know, last few years it was or like something. Two years ago, or something like that. Dude, then he's oh, probably shit. still riding the Walking Dead fucking wave. Oh, yeah, he
0: definitely was. The whole thing there was uh, him as Herschel, you know, fucking.
1: Yeah. And uh,
0: oh, Shit. I, I'm pretty sure two Walking uh, Dead characters were there. Maybe it was Michonne and, like, uh, uh Stephen Yen or whatever his name is. Who, oh,
1: Stephen Yen. Yeah, Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Glenn. Yeah. Glenn was. the Yeah. Tits. It was,
0: I think it was those three at like, I think it was Massachusetts, but I, I remember only meeting Herschel. Oh, or
1: well, honestly, that's
0: were packed. Like it was insane.
1: Well, uh, the two of the other two of them are still alive. So that's why you met the right dude. Like yeah, you, pro- that, you probably fair. met him right before he died. He He only died like three years ago.
0: Oh, shit, I didn't that's, even realize that, to be honest. Yeah, that's wild.
1: If I look it up, because we can do that real quickly here at Indecisive Opinions with all our resources and tools. <laughs> with the mighty uh, power of the internet. It, <laughs> it was October 6, 2018. Pretty oh, much no shit. David Halloween Yeah, Green's I think Halloween I think met him in, like,
0: 2018. I think it might have been, like, August or something like that.
1: Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. That's wild. Wow. Fuck. That's what I mean. Yeah, you, like, Stephen Ewan has exploded in the last few years, which is awesome, but, like, he's still yeah. alive. So you can see him in the future. <laughs> if you didn't see Scott Wilson back then, nobody's got then a chance you never right done now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, it's really cool just having token, like, him and Robert England, kind of, uh, unless there's, like, well, K- Kane Kane Hodder popped up for, like, a second, yeah. right? He was, yeah. in there.
0: he was in there for a scene. Yeah, he was the. That he basically was, yeah, 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 was right,
1: living right. in the
2: house next door. He was the next door neighbor of. Yeah, that's I think what, you said. Were, that's what yeah. you
1: said earlier. I've, I, I completely. Uh, I was listening to the whole rest of your story, Lou, and for a second, I was like, did he just make a Freddy versus Jason reference? Mm-hmm. Thinking like you're talking about that one as if it was him in that movie when it was somebody else, unfortunately, Ken mm-hmm. Kurzinger. But I was just like, "Oh, wait, wait, wait! That's what he meant—that he was living next to the fucking house on Elm Street at the beginning of the movie." I'm, um, I'm getting it. I'm getting there. We got this. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. The amount of
2: people that they they roped in to this movie, uh, whether they be known for their horror roles or just or not. It's right. And, I, and what's even more interesting too is like, I don't know the the fact that like, I don't. I'm sure you looked up like the budget stuff, and we can talk about that later. But there was obviously that took a toll on, like, you know, they had to do some rewrites, and they were discovering, you know, locations based on that, like, as they were shooting. It was just, it was cool, like, it was cool the more I looked into kind of the back end of this movie, because it definitely gives the vibe, like, this could have been, like, a student film. Mind you, a very Mm -hmm. well done student film, and I mean that in a very loving manner, but, like, student indie film type thing, like, there wasn't much to this the first fucking 45 minutes is just documentary style, footage yes, style, whatever. Exactly. Right. And then the cinematics, yeah. you know, we actually see the multi-camera angle stuff <laughs> kick in, um, whatever the last half hour of the movie or something. It
1: could have been two different directors, honestly.
2: Right. right. Like I don't, I, oh, yeah.
1: I, I, I'm just assuming it wasn't, I think it was just the one guy, mm-hmm. Scott Glosserman, I believe. Uh, but like, yeah, I, that's where I was saying I was losing it. Like I like the found footage kind of stuff at the beginning there, but like this one, I don't know. It was it was sleepy in the beginning. I wanted it to. I wanted it to get going. Second half of the film is where it kicks it in the ass for me, and stills only around like ninety minutes. You know, so it's good, mm. but the first whatever that was half an hour or so felt like an hour for me, and I was just like, come on, show me who's <laughs> behind the mask. I definitely did uh look at the budget, but without saying anything about that, it was one- another one of those, like, I think the second half of the film got the multicam, the huge fire effects, whatever you're saying, mm-hmm. Lou, because it says Robert England helped like pitch in. Essentially. He was the like sign on that gave them more of a budget. Just, you know, big name brings money when Brad Pitt produces a film, you know, that type of shit. Yeah. That's, That's my guess is that's what happened is they're like, yeah, there's, they're, they're reconfiguring, they're refiguring it out or reconfiguring whatever it is once they realize, Oh, well we have like this much money now. Sometimes that doesn't happen like halfway through a film. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it happens like right at the beginning. Sometimes it fucks you over in the Mm -hmm. middle of it. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I don't know if it was something like that. I couldn't find too much honestly on this, but, uh, it uh he he helped out. Robert England stepped up, threw up threw up a lot of the budget, and that's definitely what got it to be uh be not just a found footage film. You know, mm.
0: what if they just had mm. the
1: whole thing like that? What if it just didn't stop with somebody fucking TJ Miller hold carrying around the camera the whole time? You know, while people get killed. I and don't know. Just, ter- it turns out it's the camera guy. That's too obvious, right? Yeah, yeah I feel
2: <laughs> like I feel like the movie it's like I said when they when they did that shift in the library and it went from okay now we're, we're shifting out it's no longer found footage we're giving you the cinematic quality at first I did not like that but I think yes, if right. they didn't if they didn't have any of that in there it would have been too similar to like like a Cloverfield like you said or or like a Blair Witch which isn't a bad thing but this is I think, kind of what separates the two things.
1: yeah, yeah. It, that's why I mentioned for a second grave encounters because I don't know if you,
2: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. there's there's the point where she's talking to the to the guy, the Leslie Vernon dude, you know, in the middle of it or whatever, and is just like, turn turn the camera off like, you know, can we just I don't want to do this right now or whatever. It's like we're done here. That type of whole fucking scene. It's very much like they're faking it at first and then right. and, and then it hits that point like whatever I could never explain in like digging up the marrow even where it's just, it hits the point of no return and the camera style like specifically mm-hmm. changes, you know, yes. that's where I get that nineties vibe. Suddenly there's a the whole different type of setup. And it just, it reminds me of the opposite of like the key and peel sketch where it's like the giant guy with the music video where he has the budget. And every time he throws something <laughs> in the money ticker goes down. Yeah. And then by the, halfway through the song, it's like super cheap crap you know animation just like effects because he ran out of the budget this is like the inverse of that they save until the halfway point oh here now we're gonna have a really good cam and a bunch of like random kills and blood and you know effects that might cost some money i don't know practical stuff however much that costs they went to costco or something that's what i'm imagining everyone just throws down why not can't be that hard but uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i like uh i don't know i i i i uh i could put up with that shift eventually when that happened because yeah, yeah it was a little library sequence little little jarring a little bit just like whoa okay but i was also ready for it to get out of that type of thing and yeah. uh it, ma- it makes its way slowly as you realize the as, as the whole red herring thing distraction mm-hmm. right well, no, and... no, no. We're pretending. But, oh, no, we're not pretending now. Now people be dying because they smoked weed. <laughs> well, that too. Was... Shit that lettuce. He had that bong, man.
2: <laughs> they, they did a, a good job, too. Oh, so where power. it was like an actual documentary where there was, you know, hey, we're sitting down and these are the two cameras that are stationary and they're planted on the interviewer and the interviewee. Like, they actually kept true to that so it wasn't just, Someone breathing too close to a camera lens, you know, like shaking it like they had that in there. But they they balance that line where it's like, no, we're actually trying to show that this is attempting to be made, which is crazy. Like the concept of like showing this is the behind the scenes look as to I'm telling you, I'm going to murder someone. Right. And I'm going to show you how Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it like that in and of itself is wild Mm -hmm. to me. Because
1: and, and and just doesn't like fucking kill her the entire time basically.
2: Yes, <laughs> but that's just it. It's like I've you I've selected you. You're why a, not go it.
1: apeshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. So
2: it's cool. It's cool that we get to see that. And I'll, I'll share with you something that I found through some of my research about this later on from that one of the writers said about it.
1: Nice, but bring it on.
2: It's a, it's a very cool. Like I said, it, I I enjoy the idea that it's like showing the the methodology behind all of this because it almost takes the tropes and like takes a very serious angle to it where it's like, no, 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 no. no. Like motherfucker, I'm training. I got to keep up, you know, like it takes all of those cool things that we know and love about slasher movies or some people fucking hate about slasher movies. I don't know, but like,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's, it's
2: one, it's those things where it takes a very logical approach to it. And it's like, no, this is real. You know, I have to, I have to keep up. But, but every time they look around, like I'm walking slowly, but then I have to catch up. Like you got to tell these people, like all of those things, like that was just really cool to see that. Like it takes a very serious. Dis- to
1: yeah. Dissecting the serial killer tropes.
2: Yeah. Sort
1: of, you know,
2: that's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. It was fun. And then, and, and then people died.
2: So oh you yeah. Got, so you got
1: what you, you got what you wanted, right? I don't know. Uh, I didn't see much of like this earning its money back in the box office and I couldn't find it anywhere. It said it was on Amazon. And so I told you guys, but I don't, have that shit. So I was, uh... Yeah, it was one
0: of those buy rents you had to do. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Yeah. My I dude. just, I just got a, I got a stream of it. It feels like it's one of those that's just like hiding. It's hiding When somewhere. I told you
0: guys, when I was telling you guys about it, it was streaming on Hulu. Oh. So oh. like they must have j- literally just taken it off.
1: Actually, yeah. We were saying that we we're, cause that was before Halloween. Yeah. And we had a little after Halloween's. This will be after Halloween when it comes out. <laughs> at least yeah. well yeah for sure let's <laughs> divulge all the people need to know that's it that's all they need to know no more I, I like
2: that I, I, it's Halloween I like that.
1: year round at indecisive opinions mm-hmm. what's that Lou what do you like
2: no I said I like the fact that like this is it's almost a palate cleanser in a sense um because it's still like it's obviously still a horror film and it's still very much a slasher film but yes, like of course it's it's a different it has different
1: uh, el- different elements tied in found footage element just for a little bit like comedy elements ending up like with the dissection just the you know the it's the very certain themes deconstruction like, wow. mm-hmm. yeah and there's sex people banging yeah. there's, there's some very, good group grabbage i mean not like i guess or whatever i was just like it's just a very obvious everyone like whoa hey what's going on and then they still are banging for like 15 seconds <laughs> oh did see you come in there Sh- thrust 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 <laughs> when you gotta go you gotta go i mean you know i don't know
2: it was also super it silly. Last a little it it was while so, longer
1: this <laughs> so cheesy but i was just like there's so many like themes and like things, just j- genres bouncing around in this movie, I can understand like uh, a person having issues with it or the horror movie tropes, like Lou said, that, that could drive somebody away from it instead of like towards it, which, you know, obviously if you're a horror fan, you like that type of stuff. You like the things they do. You like practical effects. Yes. Yeah. Et cetera, yeah. Et cetera. Exactly. What <laughs> makes the movie? yeah exactly makes the movie uh for looking just on like letterbox there was generally like decent like out of five stars most of the ratings are for um three three and a half or four stars so that's that's above average you know if you're doing out of five above a 2.5 so people people followed the themes I was I was not sure because it's just another one of those Joey's like ah they didn't they never saw this movie I'm gonna pick it (laughs) And I'm like, I got I got nothing interesting for you then. This is the first time I watched this movie. It slept under the radar for me. So oh, yeah. Now, I was watching whatever else I was watching. I was watching 2001 Maniacs with Robert England <laughs> instead of this one. I think that's the name of that movie. God dang, I don't
2: even it's know. definitely not 2001, but. Uh,
1: 2001 uh, Space Maniac.
2: That's better. <laughs> that's the crossover we all wanted. Rip and Peace Stanley Kubrick.
1: Uh we all wanted but we didn't get no. RIP. RIP baby. So um so yeah, I don't know that's a I don't know. There's a, I, I don't know. We na- we nailed a lot. Is there a, is what are we missing? Are we missing stuff? Joey you want any other any other parts you specifically loved out of your many views of this movie or something?
0: I, I can't pick out a specific scene. I just recommend everybody watch it,
1: yeah, yeah, watch it
0: it's just it's I, just good.
1: I went there's, into there's... it with pretty low moderate expectations and it was it was fun. I'll watch it again,
0: pretty cool if you like yeah. movies like I like, which if you've seen this movie, you'll understand what kind of movies I like yeah I then, uh, <laughs> then you'll probably like this too <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, I liked yeah. the uh. I liked that the, uh, the, the Zelda room scene character was obviously Tangier from, from Poltergeist. I like the fact that they had that Ooh. actress deliver this entire, yeah. like, descriptive sequence recounting the horrors that, and uh, uh, atrocities that were carried out. And it was so difficult because I feel like that actress did not grow in, into their voice whatsoever. Nope. And it was so creepy because like it's a creepy voice anyway but the fact that it's like you are no longer like middle aged looking you're now looking like an older librarian and you still have the voice of like a, a you know Six a 10 year old a 10 year old that smokes cigarettes you know like it's just just really really <laughs> yes. very creepy like that whole su- sequence I was like this is unsettling That's possibly.
1: everything. That's that's what she did in the entire guy series. That's just her thing.
2: It was perfect. Yeah. It was it's perfect just, that they sprinkled that little perfectly nod creepy. In
1: here. Yeah, she's she squeezed in. Uh perfectly creepy. Good one. The best. The best. <laughs> so you know, lots of lots of pull from other stuff we've already done and <laughs> big name. Few big name people, but I don't know, not not really enough for me to find any fun specific games for this exactly. So that's why I was wondering if there's anything else we we're missing or we need to go over. Uh, came out at South by Southwest. Uh-huh. Was, well, how,
0: fun- this, how how does this relate to Entourage, Mike?
1: <laughs> oh, geez, you know, because there's there's friendship, there's friendship between these people when they're just hanging out trying to have a good time. You know, there's no real Vinny Chase character here, but uh some sometimes no, was, I think it would be Leslie <laughs> <wouldn't> it? <laughs> I, guess, I guess, yeah. Yeah. But if Vinny killed everybody, so
0: And then and, and the Porky dude probably be like turtle.
1: <laughs> and the porky dude would just be turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something there's some things missing in this, but it's there. <laughs> i guess that uh, Jeremy Piven would just be like Robert England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not really angry. He's just kind of like decrepit something. I yeah. Don't know. He ain't Jewish. More, more
0: of, a Jeff, <laughs> uh, of a of a, of a a Dr. Loomis type of guy.
1: More of a Dr. Loomis type of guy. That's the only... Yeah. He'd be playing a different role. I'm just imagining Jeremy <laughs> Piven as like John Cusack's friend at this point. I'm not even <laughs> thinking of him as like Ari Gold. How do we fit Jeremy Piven into this movie now? There's... There's not too many. I think I think uh, Steve Buscemi would have been would have been good in that role. You know, yeah. ties in. <laughs> I think he could pull it off. There it is. I think he could pulled it off. I don't know, right? Uh,
0: Boys, it sounds was... like we've completed our journey.
2: Well, listen, listen. The only <laughs> the only thing I wanted to share. The only thing I want to, sh- yeah, I want to share was
1: stuff.
2: the only thing that I wanted to share with you is. So I found I found an interview that was conducted by Icons of Fright with uh, one of the writers dave stevie and essentially he was talking about like the inspiration for this and he was having a conversation with his dad and like he was like trying to figure out like hey how do i get involved with screenwriting and his dad of course had that you know hey when are you going to give this up and get a real job type of shit right and he got yeah. off the phone with him and he was watching halloween and basically like he mm-hmm. got thinking like quote like did michael have moments of doubt and quote like what does this guy do on like a Tuesday afternoon? Like it can't always be killing. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this is then led yeah. this <laughs> then led to like him thinking about like if there was a guy who aspired to be the next Freddie or Jason or Michael, like what would he do? Right, because it's not always Friday the thirteenth. It's fucking Thursday the tenth or whatever. Like Aha. you know what I'm saying? So like it's think... kind of one of those things where. it 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 takes this humanizing element of it and that's kind of what i was talking about like i love the methodology of like showing like this is all this is all done for a reason but to hear like the the writer say like you know i was directly inspired from pretty much like almost doubting myself and not knowing well how the fuck am i going to get this dream job that i want i'm watching something that i love and this inspires me to get thinking like fucking michael was michael myers like born immediately being like this is going to happen like well how did he set this up like did he doubt himself like all that type of shit that humanizes all of it that's why it's relatable Mm -hmm. to me not like hey i want to wake up and kill someone it's more like hey how do i achieve these things it's like (laughs) well there's a methodology to this like and it's very humanizing like it was cool to see that kind of like take on this i guess yeah you just
1: want world building you just want more world building with these you know, sometimes very thin characters. characters. Sometimes very sometimes. thin characters. <laughs> well, especially when you're just saying like Michael or even Jason because they don't talk. You know, mm-hmm. they just have a their driving force. Even like even like Leatherface kind of just like moans, right? Does he talk, Joey? Yeah, he
0: just, he just groans and moans and shit. All right, you know. But
2: well, does he say words? Does he say like "I want a hot dog" or does he groan?
0: <laughs> no. No. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. That's very specific. <laughs> I don't think he says We're that. Obsessed but yeah. with hot
0: dogs that that uh that old leather face. <laughs> nice. No,
1: that's you, Joey. You're the one obsessed with hot dogs. But uh... no. <laughs>
0: Big hot
2: dog guy.
1: Big, Big guy. hot dog guy. Big hot dog guy. So Brett, yeah. where's
0: my endorsement? <laughs>
2: so yeah so that's that's all i had i i wanted to share that because i i found that to be particularly fascinating yeah it's basically the, the writer's big old, influence
1: the big old meme of jason sitting there like reading a magazine with the calendar on the wall that like has mm-hmm. all the other days crossed off waiting for friday the 13th like mm-hmm. he's just sitting home doing nothing essentially yeah until, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 which is his birthday yeah. he should be partying you know that's what i'm saying <laughs> Happy Friday the Thirteenth, Dak. <laughs> <laughs> that really dumb way of them saying it in part six. Gotta love that. Ugh. Uh. So yeah, um, yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really find much else that I don't think we said already. So there isn't much need for a, uh, for a fact section on this because uh, little little known movies. You know, we do those sometimes. Which lead which leads to not many games as well, but I felt like that would be the perfect opportunity to bust back out the horror movie trivia the yeah. the, 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 the thing Joey gave me, Woo. Uh, but you know what oh, I don't remember who won the last thing, and even if they did, who gives a hoot nanny? oh,
0: I know
2: I know who won. won.
1: Y'all remember? Y'all make sure that you remember? It's always
0: the same winner.
1: (laughs) No? You guys are both not true.
0: No, I know, I know. I'm just just picking. I'm just fucking... Dinguses. Somebody wants to
1: message us with the correct score of how many wins Lou and Joey has versus (laughs) each other. Let let us know. Instagram, lurking class, we're there. But uh, otherwise... I just wanted to ask y'all, since there's a main lady in this that we look at a lot, that la- the blonde lady, Taylor, uh-huh. I believe that's her name. Does anybody know what this girl was from? Were you like looking at her the whole time like this girl's in another movie? Or is that just me? Because, you know, that's what I do. No, I
0: thought I recognized her for something, but I put my finger on it because I'm not good at that type of thing so i it's a
1: movie that you all know that's the thing everyone knows this movie
2: so i'm like i do know this because i did look you looked it up up. yeah okay
1: but but was it bothering you like
2: it bothered me at a certain (laughs) point it bothered me and i'll tell you exactly when it bothered me it bothered me right at the point when um leslie had they were still filming Leslie had gone there and they were in the house. It was dark. Yeah. yeah. Leslie had gone out and killed for the first time and came back in. And it was at the point when she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Put the camera away. There was something, there was something weird about the way that she looked. Because if you remember in the movie that I know that, you know, that Joey (laughs) doesn't know it's, it's the way in which like how close they got to her face. And I was like, this is annoying. Like, what the fuck is this? And I then it clicked like immediately. She
1: knows, she knows French.
2: She does know French. Lazy competent.
1: Lazy competent <laughs> is what the French call you. And so, yeah, that was that was really all I was going to ask you guys was, did you realize this is Kevin McAllister's sister? <laughs> <laughs> no, Took, me mi- Took me a minute. Took me a minute. Yeah, yeah. Little known yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I totally see it All now. Home Alone.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I 100% see it now.
1: Les <laughs> Incompetents. It was really good because they got like two, like, they got like three actually ginger kids to play his siblings under the ginger mom of Catherine O'Hara. obviously. Uh-huh. That's, that's that good, good for them. I just realized that. You know? the things you think about when you talk about Home Alone. is just, Merry Christmas. Happens every year. <sighs> it only comes but once a year. So anyway, since I don't remember who won, <laughs> we can do something to figure out who can just go first in this type of game, because I don't know. Because I don't friggin' know. Alright, guys? Yeah. <coughs> Who's typing? Quit, Quit looking up answers that I haven't even said yet.
0: I don't think anybody's typing.
1: I, 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 yeah, probably not, but yeah, I gotta make sure with you, with you folks, you, you dang on tomboys.
0: Ding on, ding on, ding, ding. Dang on.
1: Um, so, here, somebody, you know what? Uh, no, we can't, we can't, we can't do any of these games because these, there's not popular enough people in these. These movies, names that Joey wouldn't know. So you know what? We're just gonna, we're just gonna jump right into it. Somebody, somebody call he- Wait, do you really remember who won the last time? Yeah, <laughs> I can it was like Lou. cut. I, I can cut yeah. half of this out. Because- yeah, it was Lou. No, I
0: it definitely Lou the last time.
1: Okay, then Lou, you can just choose this these categories first because okay. I did something a little different. Okay. Instead of just picking the random cards with those categories on it, I kind of just made my own categories with the exact things from the cards so that at least you guys can kind of, like, know what you're getting into. And all I'm going to do is ask you guys a couple questions in each category and whoever, like, gets the most points, like, wins that round, like it's a set of tennis. Get it? That sounds perfect. And I have three so that it'll guarantee somebody coming out on top, no tiebreakers. But nice. fucks always manage to get into. <laughs> it's
2: it, it is it is unavoidable. I feel like with us, and it's not even. I don't know. I I want to say it's not intentional, but it's definitely not intentional.
1: <laughs> I mean, usually Agreed. the games are made for like three or four people, and we and we settle most of the time doing doing two. So we work mm-hmm. we work with what we can here in this the even number arena, but. uh what it is it is what it is guys so lou your three categories are one uh get some d and two is the name game and three is call me a movie geek we get to pick either of those three to start the round off um i'm gonna go with call me a movie geek oh geez i guess you are (laughs) That is just uh, it's it's movie lore. Gonna ask you movie lore questions about movies, horror movies because they're from the cards. Cool, you know. So um, uh, I'll give them to you. I'll give them to you both. You guys get to do the thing where you can both you can both answer unless you know it's it's a obvious one, then we can just give the point away. But uh, it's a it's a someone answers first, someone answers second type of deal. Whoever gets the point keeps going first. So it starts in Lou's favor, as always, as Joey would say, but not really. So, Lou, your question, (laughs) your question, Louis, is what is the name of the hotel that the Torrance family are caretakers of in The Shining from 1980?
2: Uh, this This would be The Overlook.
1: And um, also, you can only answer this question with titles of Lurking Class songs.
2: <laughs> what is the Overlook?
1: <laughs> Good luck, f- fuckwad. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say the Overlook? Oh, shit. Well, happen, Happenstance would go to Lou on this one, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. It, uh, you know, it is what it is. We like to have funny and at, uh, at indecisive opinions. I give a big <laughs> right at the start of this thing.
2: I like okay. the fact that we, that that I've, I brought up the, you know, the Stephen King vehicle, <laughs> the shining. And somehow we, there's a question. Yeah. Like that's pretty good.
1: It's pretty interesting <laughs> how that goes, isn't it? It is. Um. So, Oh wait, you know what? I realized, I think I said this wrong earlier. I was going to have you guys switch off every, uh, every question. But uh but as but as if there's steals as if for for some reason you don't know one you guys can both answer the question. That one was a joke. But uh but you guys can both answer these from now on. I just thought that was it was really I had a feeling that if I named the category that Lou would pick it first and it would be a really funny first question cuz uh these are all just on the cards. So some of them are easy, some of them are hard. It's uh, whatever difficulty is uh in your favor of your horror movie knowledge basically.
0: Mike's yeah. first seen this whole thing. This this podcast is actually a documentary about a serial killer. <laughs> it's all been thing. planned out.
1: <laughs> I like well, to kill you guys like it's escape room or saw with games. Well,
2: for those of for those of you that have listened to to We Summon the Darkness, you you will know huh. immediately that these cards are ranging in terms of their level of difficulty. Uh, like they're all over the board. And no, and that's cool. and no and that's reference,
1: cool. but no reference of the level either. It's just, no. it's completely scattered. There's no, <laughs> I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason to it's it. Perfect. So it's so perfect. I just wrote them down in, in an order, seeing which one of you guys would get it, which is always fun. So we got a point for Lou in this set. Jose, this John. is your question to answer or lose your point to lose, whatever they say there that one time that thing uh the question is the original michael myers mask in halloween from 1978 was created using an actual halloween mask of what famous actor william shatner all right you're gonna go with william shatner for some reason Lou, do you have any other guess in case that's uh you have another answer here?
2: Do you do you want the actor <clears throat> or do you want the character that the that the mask was modeled after? Eh,
1: it's just the actor, but you uh, know. He's gonna name you wanna name the character. No, I, I don't need to nitpick. <laughs> All right. The answer is Captain Kirk, unfortunately. Just is, that it it. List- is that what it was listed? Is that what it was? No, it no, no. no, no. <laughs> it said it said that it needed the actor.
2: I was gonna say, God damn it, I should have
1: nitpicked then. <laughs> It would be really funny if I got that specific about it. But no, 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 no. No, 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 We give you guys both points, yeah. But now, Lou Lou Dog, you can answer this one first. You got Priority. Your question is, what is the name of the pub that uh, protagonist David Kessler visits at the start of An American Werewolf in London from 1981? Oh, fuck. Pub uh, names. <laughs> we'll accept Patty's pub.
2: Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I'm going to guess like a full moon pub or something fucking stupid.
1: That's a good one. That's funny. Joey, you have a, you have any guesses for the possible steal? Steel, steely uh, peter
0: Dude, I, I think is it's a question. I, I again? No, I know what the question is. I can't remember the name of the tavern. I think it starts with like a T or something like that, though. It's a pub. Or whatever the pub fucking thing.
1: Well, I don't know. You said you knew the question. I'm just It's a pub, not a town. No, I know. I, I'm not a town. I know.
0: I can't remember the name, but I think it starts with the T, though.
1: Town that starts with T. Just
0: no, kidding. not town. Oh my gosh. It the starts heck?
1: with It starts with the word the. Does that help you? That's a T. Oh.
0: No, that doesn't help me. Because I what I I about, I, Yeah. I no. can't remember what it's called.
1: Giving it away. That's alright. It is called the Slaughtered Lamb. Nice. Uh,
0: uh. Yeah, you're right.
1: Got him. Well, yeah, I mean that's what the car says.
2: Bam, 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 bam. So
1: uh Joey, this you get you get uh you get to guess first on this next one. Nice. Your question is in what 2002 zombie film does the outbreak begin when activists set lab animals free?
0: 2002?
1: Yes, it's 2002 <gasps> zombie film. Oh, fuck. Uh... Uh...
0: Uh... Wow, I, I kind of feel stupid.
1: You know, every every day we Do you all give up. need to feel yeah. more humbled and stupid. Do you, give up. you can just guess. You can just can guess I... any zombie movie. You can guess like Shaun of the Dead.
0: Is it like Day of the Dead or something?
1: Like, all it, right, you're like, gonna go. He's Reynolds gonna. Form? You're gonna go with Day of the Dead or something. Now, <laughs> it's
0: definitely not Day of the Dead.
1: <laughs> Lose eagerly, waiting to buzz in. Lose. I am.
2: Uh, it's 28 days later.
1: It is uh, in fact yeah. 28 days later. A, that Halloween costume I wanted to be, but then couldn't find scrubs anywhere. Next time on Halloween. <laughs> Next time on Halloween. Like it's a game show or something. I like it. Murder your sisters. Uh, all right. So, well, Lou, you got that point, but then you still this is this one. You get the bonus last one of this round because you got to came out on top picking the category right are you ready for a question
2: sure your question is
1: by the end of the movie split from 2016 how many personalities does kevin wendell crumb exhibit
2: (sighs) oh um,
1: looking for a number
2: i know that you're looking for a number i'm (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna go with five
1: all right, Lou's going with five. Joey, I'm gonna say eight. You're gonna go with eight. You know what? Price is right rules. <laughs> Joey would be closest, but what no, is it, you guys. Are, no, it's twenty-four. Oh what? shit! You guys are way off. I didn't think that
2: many. I didn't think it was that many either.
1: Yeah, I think like they talk about it in the movie, but you really only see him as like ten. Yeah,
0: you only see him as like four, like five, or six, of them or some shit like that.
1: Oh, there's a there's a couple more, but they but they just like talk about it, I guess. Oh man, it's with the Jack Jack Bauer. Is he one of them? <laughs> Twenty four. Thanks, folks. <laughs> um. Well, you got two out of the out of the five, Lou. So you get. You get precedent, even though y- y'all couldn't get that one right.
2: I, th- I felt confident about the five, but uh, fucking twenty-five or what? Twenty-seven? Yeah, G- 24, twenty-four. Twenty-four.
1: Jack. Jack Bauer. Twenty-four.
2: Jesus. All right. All right. Let's let's
1: press You're, on. Your you um you get to choose the the next category with questions now since you. Have uh, won that one. So if you win this next category, you're you're the victor. Alrighty. You got to start racking up these points, Joey.
0: It's kind of hard though. It's hard. I got one point.
1: He's a hard guy. You got one point. It can be
0: done. It can be done. Yeah. Just got to nail every question. (laughs) We'll see.
1: You just have to know every question. (laughs) So the remaining categories, Lou, are get some D and the name game. Let's do let's do the name game. He doesn't want to get <laughs> some D. We have the name game, which is uh basically names of characters or actors, which is oh boy ironic that Lou chose this one. Yeah, because Joey clearly is like, I lose. But maybe not, maybe not Joseph. Maybe we'll it's in your favor, your favor. Um well, Lou, you get you get first dibs now. Cuz you picked the category. <laughs> Even though you're only ahead by 1 point. Are you ready to kick I her am. off?
2: I'm ready to kick her off.
1: Your question is, what was the name of the child adopted by the Thorns in The Omen from 1976?
2: Uh that would be Damien.
1: All right. He's going to go with Damien. Joey, do you have another guess that's not Damien?
0: How do you say Damien
1: backwards? (laughs) (laughs) Nimad. I believe he calls himself that, but the answer would be Damien. Very nice. Hey, every now and then, you got to get, you don't know. Who knows? All right. (laughs) All right, Joey. You ready for this question? Yes, sir. Your question is: In Friday the Thirteenth from 1980, what character is revealed to be the killer? <gasps>
0: Jason Voorhees.
1: All right, Joey. You're I mean... gonna go with Jason Voorhees. Lou, is there any other answer uh, you want to do besides? Oh Jason wait, Pamela 19- Voorhees. 80? Damn, 1985. Shit. All right. So Joey's boyfriend it. just has been killed and gutted out by the pool while he was bitch Drew Barrymore inside the house. Fuck. Uh, I was almost going to say you can only answer with working class song titles, but I guess. Ugh. Shot yourself wow. in the foot.
0: <laughs> I shot myself with a big old hole in the foot. Wow. You
1: acted like I was a killer on the phone about to kill your boyfriend with that. That's answer. all I could think
2: of. That's all I could think of the whole time. When I said, Jason, I was like, all right, I'm, I got this.
1: <laughs> Steve, you know what? Damn you, that was a trick just, question. You got me with that one. If you just loved scream like a normal human being did, then you would have gotten it. But West Crazy uh, is for me. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Lou racking up the points here. I guess uh, you're going to, you're going to still get to go next year.
2: A racking up the points,
1: yes. Racking, racking, stacking and racking. Your question is, what Harry Potter alum portrayed Arthur Kipps in The Woman in Black from 2012?
2: Um, fuck.
1: Harry Potter alum, alumna. They the Woman
2: it. in Black. That was from 2012.
1: The Woman in Black from 2012.
2: I never even saw that movie, I didn't dude. Either. Is that? I, I'm just gonna go on a limb. Is it Emma Watson?
1: All right. Well, you're gonna go with Emma Watson, but Joey gets to guess as well. So, Joey, uh, any other heard. name besides Emma Watson? To portray arthur kipps in the woman oh
0: arthur kipps jesus christ (laughs)
2: Uh, i was literally yeah yeah. go ahead joey this is all you homie dude i
0: i fucking have no idea
2: i see this is my jason Voorhees moment i know i know what the answer fucking is
1: like i don't know uh, a name a name you don't know any any name any, any name Alan Rickman was still alive back well, then. You know what? I'll go with Alan Rickman. You? Do you really think I'd give you the fucking answer? No, I don't think you would give me the fucking answer. <laughs> Mike, this is this is
2: Daniel Rat- Radcliffe was in this, right?
1: It's it's Daniel. It's da- yeah. It's Nathaniel Radcliffe. Yes, yeah. you're right. It's Nathaniel.
0: <laughs> I, that was I, my. Like I, said, I, I, I never saw that movie, so.
1: I yeah, but Daniel Radcliffe's the name of the actor that you just had to guess. You know, use your context clues in the question, oh, which goodness. is what, which is what Lou specifically didn't do. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I was trying to give you a redemption for your Pamela one, but uh, but but we'll we'll press on because the game because the questions are fun, and uh, and you get to guess this one first, Joey. All right, get it together, smack yourself a couple couple times. Your question is in the film. It's from 2017. What is the first name of the dancing clown? Pennywise. All right. You're going to go with Pennywise on this one. Lou, is there any other name besides Pennywise that you are going to guess for the first name of the dancing clown?
2: I am not.
1: You're not even going to guess. You didn't get to wear the shirt, but Joey gets to wear the shirt.
0: Yeah, but you it. know it.
1: Yeah, It has Pennywise on it. Yeah, it has Pennywise on it. That one was I'm gifted a I
0: had to look at the shirt. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and thus, we have a cheater in our midst. Then you have been disqualified and kicked off the podcast. Please turn in your hands and fingers and guitar picks. Shit, shit. shit, yeah. shit. Hey, it's a joke. Put oh my balls in your drum set. Oh my gosh. John Bond playing Moby. But Lou, you get a question, you get to guess first. It's a name. It's a name of something because that's the category. So your question is name the composer who scored the music for the thing in nineteen (laughs) eighty
2: two. No, that would be John Carpenter.
1: All right. Well, if that's what you want to guess, Joey, you can guess another name that's not John Carpenter, if you happen to know. Uh, who who composed the score
0: I think it was Carpenter John
1: you know you're both wrong unfortunately it was Ennio Morricone really yes for real according to the cards (laughs) this is the cards guys remember
0: it's the hearts in the cards
2: That's it's weird. All,
1: it's all I the thought that farm. motherfucker
2: just stuck to Westerns. No shit.
1: It's, I know, right? Because he's got the tally in the name. No, no shit. Okay. So, um, we can jump into our last category and see if, for some reason, Joey can jump ahead and and tie it up here, or snot. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Because Peter we've seen... We've seen crazier come from behinds, I believe. So, um, all right, you know what? We'll give you can answer this one first, Joey. It's a uh, categories. Get some D, get some D yeah. up in ya, because D stands for directors. So you have to know the names of directors of these movies that I'm gonna uh, ask, which you may be able sure. to do. Maybe. <laughs> not not my uh particularly
0: strong suit. Well,
1: you're going to put this suit on because that's how we play here. And because there was just a lot of questions on these cars that just asked who directed shit. And I was like, all right, I'm going to make a category. Let's get it. And so your first question is, who directed The Conjuring from 2013? Oh, fuck. This is a lightning round, too, by the way. A lightning round? Hmm. (laughs) Not, not not very lightning and
0: no Dude, it's not I'm, a quick answer for me i, I don't know bro I know,
1: I know i'm just i'm just kidding about the lightning round <laughs> uh, you don't want to do lightning round all right you want to do lightning round he's out no so what is the can you do you need me to repeat the question in the lightning round this is the, it, the purpose of the lightning round has been eradicated
2: it has been eradicated <laughs> X-Nay it, on the it's uh who, round.
1: who directed the conjuring from 2013
2: uh was that Eli Roth?
1: No, it was not Eli Roth. Good guess, because you said a name and we love when people <laughs> guess here. Even when they're dumb and idiots and fucking wrong. It was James Wan. Oh yeah.
2: That's
1: all right. I'll jump James into Wan. the jump into the next question. Yeah, James Wan. Yeah, uh that was um who who just went first? Joey? So now Lou. Yeah. Uh-huh. Giving away points. Lou, do you know who directed A Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984?
2: Oh. I do. Um, That was directed by your... uh, I, I don't know. Would you consider him to be your favorite director?
1: I mean, he's one of them. I don't really have... I don't stick to one, you know?
2: Really? I don't know. For some reason, I know that you truly appreciate his contributions, um yeah well he
1: does funny stuff and he uh does two really well-known franchises that i liked a lot throughout my life and
2: built built a film studio right i mean built
1: a film studio Uh,
0: that's what's yeah
1: endorsed uh evil dead
0: Mm -hmm. oh i see what you did there lou i see what you did you 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 tried to get the answer out of him (laughs) <laughs> no way no way because we've
2: had this we've had this intermittent conversation for quite Colors a while to me. he's uh he's a big big fan of this this he's a big fan of wes oh, and yes. uh not just his early work obviously throughout his entire career even though we did have a very uh we had a very interesting conversation about uh the fuck are we talking about well joey it's it's no secret that you're not the biggest fan of. Uh,
0: Scream,
1: scream, yeah, but I do,
0: I do enjoy Wes Craven, Yes, I do really like Wes Craven movies, yeah. He's done done other movies, it's just just not my favorite series.
1: See, I just like how he brought the the meta,
0: the first one's not bad, you know, like it's just,
1: I don't know, man. It's it's definitely not bad. You're correct,
2: (laughs) you are correct.
1: Well, you know. It's just a question from a fucking card from a Good card, card man. question. Yeah. So, um, Cardem. card them, card Give him a card. Yeah. So, you know, West Craven is my, my all time favorite movie is cursed. Obviously. Is
0: the answer Sam Raimi? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, I didn't, I didn't find one out of the million cards on here. Honestly. Uh, so, who, so who knows what's in the rest of that? We'll make sure we play this game more, but, uh, Let's just, let's just fucking, let's just do the last, like, three, even though Lou won, because it's really funny and fun. Yeah, fun, let's, fun and funny. Let's do it. Fill up some time on this here episode of Indecisive Opinions. Uh, I, don't, that podcast. I don't know who's up next, but does anyone Me, know who, who directed The Silence of the Lambs from
0: 1991? Oh, man, I... That... Can't think of whose name is.
1: I mean they won some friggin' Oscars there, guys. Yeah.
0: You are right. Uh only some. Only some.
1: <laughs> Probably. Who members, huh? Nobody. Joey want
2: Joey, do you want to take a stab at it? Just kind of do the round robin thing that we've been doing. Um, uh
1: good term.
0: Director? Uh, yeah, guy, John- Jonathan Demi.
1: Yeah, you nailed it. Yes, way to go,
0: dude! I
1: did it. I oh, fucking Lou, did you- it. Lou, you have another. Uh, just kidding. Fucking did it. We ain't playing that game anymore. When you get it right, but I what? did. But there, but there's what? What? Who? What?
2: No, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue your
1: thoughts. Nothing. That- Oh, nothing. I was gonna say there's there's uh, another another question or two can pull out of our butt. I think Plus, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Demi Dem Demay.
2: Dem. I feel like Demi it's Demi, Demi right? Like that.
1: Yeah, I think so. That's why I was like, yeah, he got it. He, you know, he knows it. Whatever. Nailed it. Uh, I don't know Demi. if anybody knows this one though. Does anyone know who directed Hush from 2016? Oh. Cool. I uh, saw that. Yeah, this I dude's doing a lot. Of, he's doing a lot of things lately. So,
2: is it um, is it the guy that was in um, who put who directed the last Insidious?
1: Was it the guy who direct? No, who that specs? was. Oh no, that's Lee Wannell.
2: Yeah. But he directed the, the last one. Uh who what's the name of the director?
1: Oh, did he do that? Okay. Yeah. Lee Wannell. Yeah. Lee Whannell, however you want to pronounce it. I don't know. Does Joey know? Joey, do you know?
0: I, I do not know. No. I don't know.
1: I don't think he knows. I'm
0: just
2: gonna go to my go to is just gonna be like fucking uh Lee, like Lee John Carpenter, baby. No. No, 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 no. My carpenter or Eli Roth. I'm just gonna stick with Eli Roth for shit. I don't know that Eli
1: Roth. That's funny.
2: that, yeah,
1: is, um... that, is, a, that is a
2: good
0: one to
1: pick. Haven't <laughs> done Eli Roth stuff. I don't know. Uh, wonder I do which like one we'll alone. have to throw in there. Green Inferno. Uh, this dude's. That's my next named... nice pick. Oh, nice. This dude's named Mike Flanagan. He did Doctor Sleep. And he did the second Ouija movie, and he's doing those like Netflix shows, like uh, Midnight Mass and like. Oh,
2: okay. All uh, right. Bly, All right.
1: Bly, Bly, Bly House haunting stuff. Yeah. So everybody knows him, is what I'm getting at. All golly right, Gotta be. Hop off my jack. All right. There's only one more question for shits and giggles. Everyone, What's that last question me. you got there, old Mikey? All right, this is a lightning round. Whoever answers first gets to, uh, gets to s- sit down when they want when, to. Dude. Like they're, a, like they're a puppy. <laughs> f- Ladies and gentlemen, who directed Get Out from twenty seventeen? I like,
0: that. and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, you, know, shit. you know, I would you know I would have voted for Obama for a third term.
2: Uh, it's, uh, Jordan Peel? It's Jordan Peel. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Peel.
1: Guys. It's not, it's it's
2: not Keegan, it's, Michael
1: it's, Key or whatever. Eli Roth, guys. Eli Roth. Uh, it was right there. No, it's Jordan Peel. Yeah, you're right. It's Keegan. Keegan Peel. Keegan Peel. Keegan Peel. It's one guy. One guy. Keegan, Keegan Peel. Uh So yeah, there was some. There's some horror movie trivia. Nice. Lou won won about four categories ago. It is what it is. It It is is what what it is. is. I
0: did answer some questions correctly. You did.